Welcome to Uncharted Territory, a podcast that takes you on an epic adventure into a world where anything is possible. In this series, we follow the story of a fast food worker who has a passion for an RPG game. He has been playing it since... forever? But his life takes a drastic turn when a mysterious update pulls him into the game itself. As he battles for his life, he discovers secrets that will rock his world and change his fate. This is Episode 4, Guide. I opened my eyes and immediately related to everybody else my age and younger who joked about wanting to die. Given that my entire body felt like it was on fire and like it was going to fall apart just from moving a couple of centimeters, I was pretty sure that death would be a preferable alternative at that point. Why did my body hurt so much anyways? All I did was work, order pizza, and play games. There was no reason for my body to feel like I pulled every muscle in my body. I... My attention got stolen by the sound of a door opening and closing behind me. It wasn't just any door sound either. It was the specific sound of an opening and closing door from my favorite video game. It was impossible for me to ever forget that sound, due to NPCs constantly opening and closing doors automatically while moving around their housing. It was as if they existed for the sole purpose of opening and closing doors whenever they weren't being used as various merchants. Ah! Player! Good morning! Guide said, causing me to slowly remember everything that happened in the past 24 hours. Right. Somehow, I found myself in the world of my favorite game. I had no idea how or why, but I was inside it. Everything was real and set to the hardest possible difficulty. And I probably actually did pull every muscle in my body from chopping down trees, hunting slimes, and digging up a moat. More importantly, if Guide was still alive... Then he listened to my orders and didn't get himself killed by wandering outside in the middle of the night. My defenses also worked. Morning, I grumbled to him. Everything all right? Even better than all right! Here! The next thing I knew, the stripped corpse of a small bird appeared on the table in front of me. I want to help you more, and this bird landed in the yard outside, so I killed it for you! You'll be able to cook and eat it if you craft a campfire outside. I looked at the bird, looked at him, looked back at the bird, and then looked at him again. You killed it yourself? I did! And not only did you kill it, but you looted it and brought it back to me. I did! Were you trying to shoot something else and accidentally hit the bird instead? Guide blinked and shook his head. No! Your wall has done an excellent job of keeping everything else out, and I only went outside once the sun rose. So you purposely hunted the bird all by yourself? Yes, I... I suppose I understand the confusion. 
With how useless I was yesterday, it is no wonder that something like this needs so thoroughly confirmed. No, that's not it at all, I shouted, getting out of my chair to put my hands on his shoulders. This is seriously useful, and it's not just because of yesterday. This is something you've never done before, and shouldn't even be able to do. Guide looked away with a hint of red on his cheeks, as if he was embarrassed by the praise. It... It really is not much, especially when compared to everything you have done. You built this entire home for us, so killing a single bird is... Is exactly all you need to do to be amazing right now. I'm hungry, and I'm too sore to go out hunting for food myself. So this is perfect. Seriously, God, you're the best. Also, I slumped back into my chair. Standing up required too much energy. Uh, oh, I want to die even more now. Normally, the guide would never be able to do that. Creatures like birds, which were considered animals, while everything hostile, even hostile animals, were considered monsters, were never intentionally targeted by any NPCs, regardless of whether they were friendly or hostile NPCs. They might accidentally get killed if caught in an attack, such as an NPC shooting at a monster and accidentally hitting the animal, but never intentionally. Even in the later parts of the game that involved building up a town, creating defenses, hiring farmers and workers and all of that, there was never anything like what he just did. On one hand, that made the world even more concerning since it meant that everything was likely more intelligent and capable of new behavior. Except the slimes, apparently. They still acted just like normal. On the other hand, the guide acting more and more like a human with free will was worthy of nothing short of celebration. It was like if a kid had a favorite toy that came to life and wanted to be best friends. How could I not get excited about that? Just going off the night before, there was no reason to think he was anything but his usual self, albeit with slightly more advanced chatting algorithms. But he was undoubtedly more capable than some advanced chatbot now. I had no reason to believe he was anything short of being his own person. Though, I was going to have to experiment with him a bit more later. The game had a system that allowed the player to recruit any one NPC at a time as a follower to go fight with, but that always required befriending them first, and then completing a sort of quest to unlock them as a follower. And potential love interest. So, what would happen if I tried to take him with me without going through all those steps to officially unlock him as a follower? What if I gave him an axe or a pickaxe to gather materials with? Most NPCs were considered different from laborers. NPC companions could follow the player around and help them fight, but not gather resources. Only the nameless hired laborers at the town-building stage of the game could do that. There were many experiments to be performed, but for now, I placed some wooden blocks and torches on the table in front of me. Can you try building the campfire yourself? I suppose I can try that, Guide replied. But I do not believe I will be able to. Any reason why? Well, no. It's just a feeling that I have. 
But for you, I shall try my best regardless. Guide went outside after that, and it took a couple of minutes for me to finally get out of my chair to go and check on him to see how it was going. And what I saw was him just... standing there, staring at the ground, with a wooden block in his hand. He looked like he had no idea what he was supposed to do. When he noticed me watching him, he looked at me and sighed. I am sorry, player. I do not even know where to begin with this. As ridiculous as this might sound, I feel as if I've been given a piece of dirt and a leaf and told to create a rocket out of them. The important thing is that you tried your best, I said. I'm not sure it can be said that I've tried it all. You did. And thanks for trying. Here, give me the materials back. Following another sigh, he handed me the wood and torches, which allowed me to simply open up my inventory, focus my attention on a single button to create the campfire, and then place it down in front of us. The fire was already blazing with all of its usual intensity, giving off heat and causing a buff to show up at the top left of my vision underneath my hot bar. All I had to do then was open up my inventory again to craft the raw bird into roasted bird, using the campfire as the cooking workstation. But instead of just instantly turning to its cooked variant in my inventory like normal, the bird was teleported out of my inventory and showed up on a skewer over the campfire instead. It was actually cooking. It didn't just instantly cook by crafting it. There is something... Strange about this, Guide said. I nodded. It obviously makes sense to see a bird cooking over a fire, but it feels wrong at the same time. If the bird needed to be cooked, was I going to have to actually wait for metal ores to smelt in furnaces, too? There was even more to learn about than I thought. More importantly, another bird landed within the walls behind Guide. I grabbed his attention by waving at him, held a single finger over my lips to shush him, and pointed over his shoulder. As soon as he noticed the bird, he brought out his bow, ready to narrow, and fired. With the aimbot-like aim I would expect from an NPC, his arrow pierced the bird's body and instantly killed it, causing it to turn into another piece of raw bird on the ground. Nice shot, I said, giving Guide a pat on his shoulder. Every single movement, even that, made me want to die again. Ah, uh, now we have enough for both of us. Wait, do you even feel hungry? I most certainly do, Guide answered. At least, I believe I do. I have never felt hungry before today, but... I'm not sure what else this empty feeling in my stomach could be. That posed another potential issue. Even in true survival, only the player needed food. NPCs sure didn't. Sure, hired labor during the town-building section of the game had generic food requirements, such as hiring farmers to produce enough food to enable hiring other types of laborers. But that was all just a very generic system— and normal NPCs never engaged with it. So, if Guide actually felt hungry as well, 
then that meant he might be susceptible to starvation, just as I was. That could potentially prove to be problematic. But he was clearly capable of passively hunting any birds that came within our walls, so maybe it wouldn't be an issue after all. For now, I crafted another roasted bird, which caused another skewer with meat to appear over the fire. Five minutes turned out to be all that was needed for the birds to actually finish cooking, and once they finished, they popped off the fire and became dropped items on the ground, which got sucked up into my inventory. Roasted Bird X2 Added to Inventory And just like in the original game, an achievement popped up. New Achievement! It's not raw! Awarded for acquiring prepared food for the first time. Picking an apple isn't preparing it, but chopping it into slices is. Reward. Beginner's Plate. Beginner's Plate? I asked out loud, while handing one of the roasted birds over to Guide. When I looked in my inventory, I saw that it was just... a plate with a picture of a generic slime on it. It had no description, no stats, nothing. It was just a plate, presumably for decoration's sake. I'd place it on the table later. For now, I took my own serving of bird and took a bite out of it. The buff from being near the campfire already healed me in full, since it gave me a health regeneration of one per second, but eating the bird gave me another buff that showed up next to it. Light meal. Improves health, defense, damage, and slightly increases health regeneration. Duration, one hour. I noticed my health was increased up to a total of 105, which was something buffs from eating food in the original game never did, and that my defense went up by another point. Not only that, but the damage from my sword was improved as well. Even my base senses felt improved, being able to see more clearly farther, hearing more distant sounds, and both tasting and smelling the rest of my food with even greater intensity, despite those not being listed in the description. And, unlike the original game, where the buff would only last for a few minutes, typically long enough for a boss battle and nothing else, this one lasted a whole hour. Seeing as how in-game days lasted fewer than thirty minutes, and we were in a real place now with what seemed like a more normal passage of time, that made sense. That was delicious, Guide said. Thank you, player. No problem. Glad you enjoyed it, I replied. And thank you for hunting those birds in the first place. Now, I want to test something out. Could you follow me? Maybe it was hearing those specific words or perhaps it was the intent behind them. But Guide froze when I asked that. He then shook his head and said, Sorry, but I don't believe I can. As soon as you said that, I, I wanted to say yes, but it felt as if something gripped my heart and demanded I say no. And each time I think of accompanying you, it feels as if that grip begins to tighten around my heart again. So, something like pointing out that there was a bird behind him was fine, and then he was able to hunt it of his own free will. But asking him to actually follow me, and even him thinking about following me, 
was apparently not allowed. Something was stopping him from doing that even if he wanted to. If that was the case, it would probably be impossible to get him to follow me around as an active companion without going through the usual steps to unlock him or any of the other NPCs as companions. Is something on your mind? Guide asked. Hearing that, I remembered that I kept on intending to explain everything I knew to him, but never did. Seeing as how it was early in the day, and I was still too sore to actually go out and do anything, it was probably a good time to info-dump everything I knew onto him. I just had to be careful not to overwhelm him or give him an existential crisis. The two of us returned indoors. I placed the plate down on the center of our table, and then I got to work explaining everything. I started off simple, telling him about who I was, where I was from, what seemingly happened to me, and that my pizza probably went cold and was sitting outside my old apartment's door, if any of that even existed anymore. Then, since Guide seemed to be handling all of that pretty well, I went into more detail about him and the game he was from. I told him about how he was originally an NPC inside of a video game created by a couple of developers, and that none of our situation was supposed to be real. I expected a bit of shock or concern, but there wasn't any. Instead, at the end of my explanation, Guide simply sighed and said, I knew something was wrong ever since I failed to remember my past last night. I feel as if I'm half a person. No, not even half a person. As if I was designed by something, or somebody, greater than me, with only a single purpose in mind. Everything else is missing. From the sound of it, even though I feel as if I'm supposed to have parents, I never have had any, have I? At the very least, your original character never had any dialogue lines about parents. I could have elaborated and told him that he was actually regarded as the most basic, generic, boring character with zero personality who basically existed only to encourage the player and give advice here and there. But he didn't need to know any of that. Besides, no matter how basic he was, he was always one of my favorites. I see. It is sad to hear that, but I am not surprised. And you have no idea why any of this is happening? No, sorry. And I take it you have no idea either? That would be correct, unfortunately. Guide brought his hands in front of his face to look them over. So, I'm not even supposed to exist. These hands should only be graphics for a virtual game. Yet, when I look at them... He clenched his hands together. When I feel them, they seem so real. What does that make me, then? A person, obviously. Come on. Being dumb isn't one of your personality traits. Guide smiled for a second, but that smile disappeared so that he could ask, But is that really true? You 
You are a true person. You were born into the real world to parents, raised from birth. You had a life. But I am just some artificial creation of another, given some strange form of life that neither of us understands. And? You're here and real now? That makes you a real person, just like me. None of that other stuff matters. Even if it turns out that I've gone crazy and you're just a figment of my imagination, or if it turns out that the government drugged me and kidnapped me to test some sort of hyper-advanced virtual reality using me, and you're the world's most advanced AI, then I'm still going to call you a person. As long as you're like this, you're real to me. And if you don't agree, too bad. My opinion is better and thus true. Guide laughed a little and asked, <laughs> Yet you turned down the name of hero due to it sounding narcissistic. I'm enough of a narcissist without blatantly calling myself hero, don't you think? <laughs> I still think the name suits you perfectly. But, very well. Though, I must say, I believe there is something going on aside from either of those possibilities you mentioned. Yeah, I know. Mental delusions are never this realistic, and the government wouldn't just go and kidnap some random guy for an experiment. Well, depending on who you ask, they might, but that's not the point. The point is that you're as real as me right now. Welcome to personhood, guide. It only goes downhill from here. I have no doubt when I look at you that our journey will not be one of falling downhill. Rather, I have full confidence in you to rise to greater heights than anybody ever has before. I had to admit that as much as I loved the praise, it was still embarrassing enough to hear that it made me blush a little and look away. I know I've said to praise me, but... You don't have to inflate my ego that much. Player? Guide asked, suddenly sounding more serious than before, which caught me off guard. Yeah? I have a personal question. Shoot. If you do not mind my asking, what was it like to have a family? Any embarrassment I felt was replaced by being unable to hold back my laughter. Did... did I ask something wrong? Uh, no, no, I answered. It's just... I'm the worst possible guy you could ask for that. Let's just say my parents were pieces of shit and leave it at that for now. Instead, I have an idea. Oh? What would your idea be? We'll find out together. I answered, holding out my hand to him. Family is about more than blood relations. So, how about me and you be our own family? Brothers surviving in this world together. B brothers Yeah, we're both men after all. But I'm a girl. I looked at Guide, blinked a few times, Stuck my pinkies into my ears to try and clean them out in case there was something in there distorting what I heard, and asked, Say that again? Player, I'm a girl. But, but, but you're the guide. And a girl. But, but you look... Oh. Oh. 
The last time I played the game, I decided to try out an extremely excessively modded run. I downloaded all the biggest content mods with zero regard for how they blended together. Mods that allowed combining basically everything in the game into one ultimate god-tier item at the end. A ton of decorative mods, even though I was always bad at designing things and never used them. Quality of life mods. Mods to make the game far, far harder with extremely difficult bosses who I never even mastered and could barely beat at my best. And... Then, just because I thought it would be funny, and definitely for zero other reasons, I... I got mods that may or may not have turned every single NPC into a girl. Some of which had very mature designs, and also a mod that would let me marry all of them. But totally only so that I could benefit from getting that unique married stat boost from each girl. Because I wanted to do a run that involved me mastering everything. And everybody. There were dozens of NPCs turned into girls because of just how many mods I installed. Even the bosses that turned into NPCs after beating them got turned into girls so I could marry them. Definitely just for the stat bonuses. And after hearing what Guide said, I remembered the mod I got for him. For her. It was the Tomboy Guide mod. Look. See? Guide said, forcing me to leave my thoughts and look over at her. That was when I confirmed that Guide was definitely, without any doubt... A woman, seeing as how she removed her breastplate and pulled down her shirt enough for me to see her bra and the mounds held back by them. After looking at her some more, I was an idiot for not figuring it out sooner. Even the slightest bit of attention revealed how her shirt and jeans tightly hugged her feminine curves. Then there was her voice. While her voice could pass for a man's, It was androgynous and could go either way. And now, with a hint of red on her cheeks, Guide let go of her shirt and looked away. I... I can't believe you didn't notice I'm a girl. Maybe you're not a hero after all. I felt like I should apologize. That had to be rude, right? But right as I reached a hand out and opened my lips to apologize to her... Guide turned back to look at me, and smiled before saying, (laughs) Just kidding. Did I trick you? I stared right into her eyes, causing her to blink and tilt her head as I thought, Shit. She's cute. Thank you for joining us on another thrilling adventure of Uncharted Territory. The excitement, danger, and magic of Uncharted Territory continues to unfold, and we can't wait to share what's in store for our next episode. So, mark your calendars, because next Friday, we'll dive back into the game world for more action, mystery, and unexpected twists. Before we part ways, remember that your feedback and support keep this journey alive. If you have any questions, comments, or fan theories, tweet at us at utpod-. We'd love to hear from you. 
Until next time, keep exploring.